Hey guys, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. That's some BS. Your attention, please. The Magic Our Way podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Mau Weekend Nation on social media and at magicourway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the The Magic Magic Our Way Podcast. podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And today we have no Lee once again, but we do have our resident <laughs> comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? Oh, good every time. And a massive hassle Vika to y'all, too. A massive <laughs> hassle Vika. How much pay time off does this dude get? I don't as know. Much I, as he won't. <laughs> I guess he saved up all his paid vacation. Did he submit his request in writing? I'll uh, have to check with it. HR on okay. that. He wrote yeah, it on a hundred dollar yeah. bill and slipped it over to the boss. I'm out. <laughs> he lasto no show. <laughs> I'm out here. Let me tell y'all my schedule for the butt. Ain't gonna be there. Should we bring in another travel agent to stand in for Lee during this time? Oh, we could have gotten a sub travel agent. I know when I do gigs, I have to get sub musicians. So. Exactly. We might have to look into getting a sub travel agent. <laughs> and we don't mean sub like subpar, like like substitutes. <laughs> substitutes. <laughs> we, we don't. We let's specify sub. Uh, yeah, agent I mean, here. you know, like substitute teacher. Yeah, you know? like substitute teacher, not but not subpar. Yeah, right. You well, you know, like hey, we love the weekends out there. We don't like you. You know, your kid went to school. You're like I like. You know, uh, Professor Thurston. And if Professor Thurston wasn't dead, he, he just had like the janitor show and be like, are you going to teach us to bop or we want to learn some algebra, you know? So you got to get a good substitute teacher in there. I, I'm thinking like maybe what we could do is just go ahead and like put out a call to everyone. Like any travel agents right now, submit your resume <laughs> to the Magic Our Way podcast. You know, uh, any aspiring <laughs> want to be just you now on, on the off chance. That, yeah, exactly. Because there's no reason why Lee's absence shouldn't open the door for somebody else to kind of, you know, get a little experience in this podcasting world. We ain't looking to replace Lee or nothing yet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, hey, look, we, we, we build up we build up your slogan for mm-hmm. you. Right. We, we've given you what? Uh, theme music yes you know we we go ahead and, and we we bring you know people your way i mean this is like wheel of fortune if you're a travel agent pretty much you know mm-hmm. all you gotta do is show up flip some letters and you good absolutely the <laughs> van of white you're the van of white travel just there open it up like whoever wants to <laughs> pinch hit for lee when lee can't make it that's, that's right. right pinch hit a travel agent he ain't lee lastovica he's lee lastosia <laughs> <laughs> lee lasto never see you 
You blink, I'm gone. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show last week, number 167, Rolly Crump. Because uh, I don't know about you guys, I'm still coming down from that high. That was that was such an incredible experience. Yeah, a week ago. It's like how do you how do you get back to work after something like that? You almost right. got to yeah. take a week off. And yeah, be like you exactly. Know, how do you top Rolly Crump? Well, you basically prep for Muhammad Ali, essentially. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah, we're coming on uh, the the other side, but um, hope we'll have a fun show for you today. Um, of course, you know by the time you hear this uh, podcast, Pandora has already opened, officially opened at Walt Disney World. And um, did you know we had a Moeekin Navy? I did not know this. And we have a captain by the name of Captain Stan that commands our Moeekin Navy. Now, I know Captain Stan wow. commands our language use on this show. Yes. That too, yes. <laughs> and, um, well, he ventured. He took, he took the fleet, mm-hmm. and he went to Pandora to check it out for us, and he sent in a report. We a have a report. Navy. We have a Navy, I guess. A tribe, now a Navy. Navy. He's, you know, he's got his Lieutenant John by his side helping him out, but uh, he went exploring, man. Yeah, it's shore leave. Yeah, it's shore, shore leave. leave. That's right. Mm-hmm. He's on assignment, so he's out there. And I look forward to hearing what he has to say. So, guys, could he be our new travel agent? <laughs> Ahoy, baby! <laughs> I don't think that's in his job description. I, I, you know, I don't know if he does travel agent stuff. Oh well, he he is the travel. He well, is the travel. That's He's a good travel. slogan. Oh, that there you go, Captain Stan. Captain Stan. He is the travel. He is the travel. He is the Navy. Navy. Well, Moicans, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great show for you today. So, enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. B. Oh. Guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your napkin. And here we are on Guest Services. This is the segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And first up today, we have two things from the Djibouti episode. Djibouti? Two people that have identified themselves as the people that wrote Djibouti on our review. Oh, so we know who did it. We know who did it, and t-shirts have been sent out. Okay. Uh, if you remember, there's one guy named Justali. Justali. Justali, yes. Okay. And he says, hey, guys, I am Justali. John Stallings. Oh. oh. Uh, doesn't that make sense? Once a minute you hear it, it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Perfect. Nice. Yes. He said, I'd be very thankful for the t-shirt. Blah, blah, blah. And he gives us our size and everything else, which I'm not going to divulge. Um, but yeah, he's, he, that, that's one of them. Just Stolly is John Stallings. Man, why didn't we give it? It's like elementary, my dear Watson. How exactly. did we not get that? Well, we, we had we had Roly. We had to. Uh, you know what? You're right. Roly head. We had Roly on the brain. And the other one shall what? O three nine nine. Did we get this one right? We did this this one right. All she right. Did identify right. yourself by email and on social media. So that was, of course, Rochelle, Shell, Mrs. Mononymous, or whatever other names she has. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. She writes in her email. <laughs> Always a pleasure. You chime in. Always a pleasure, guys. So thank you. T-shirts are on their way. Actually shipped out today. So, oh, nice. Uh, so hopefully they'll get it over the weekend and stuff. So, uh, But thanks, guys, for doing that. Djibouti. Yeah, guys, thank y'all so much, man. Because like a lot of times when we do those closings, we're imagining that by that point in time, it's an hour into the show, no one's listening. Right. <laughs> so when we said that, to see two people actually did Djibouti, that's awesome. That is awesome, yeah. You thank know? you. It's like, you know, sometimes you see the little bonus scenes in, at the right. end of Marvel movies. Right. right. Yeah, like all exactly. five of them. You think we're just going to do our normal spiel, and all of a sudden something comes up. Exactly. A lot has come up. A little extras, a little extras. Who's next? And the next one, we have an email from the Raz. Raz? Who's Raz? Elizabeth Rasmussen. She says, hello, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Mr. Ever So Lovely, I mean Lee. Ever So Absent. (laughs) (laughs) We have an APB out on Lee right now, uh, Raz. We have Detective. Yes. Bolo out. Check uh, any Jack in the Box. (laughs) Any... (laughs) 
Any Bucky's? Bucky's that you see? Chick-fil-A. Dairy Queen. You guys set up one of those traps with a box and the stick and set some Bucky nuggets underneath there. Right. Just to be safe, any Stuckies. If you see a Stuckies, (laughs) do they have Stuckies anymore? I don't know. I see a Stuckies. Just check. You catch me at a Stuckies. He's not going to be on a milk carton, but probably on a two liter of Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Check that out. Definitely don't use bananas for your trap. Maybe a bag of M&M's. A bag of M&M's? Probably so. I can see that. Anyway, the Raz, she says, first off, thanks for doing a podcast on my suggested topic. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You won. She did win. And she said, the Disney historian to me was freaking out. Disney history is a passion of mine. It was also evident during the podcast that we should feel sorry for Lee since he never got <laughs> to go on so many of the cool rides that aren't around today. Wow, this is going to sound like we're just bashing Lee all show. Uh, <laughs> again, yes, uh, we, we tried to culture the man up. But uh, he, um, I don't know what to tell you. He just, he runs in, he hits the big uh, quote unquote e-ticket attractions. Yes, and then, and then, and then he has to run to another park to do four parks in one. Right. Like, it was and fun. He and he eats. <laughs> it was fun. You wake up and you'd be like, where's Lee? And there'd be like this like hole in the wall of where he ran right through it to get to the ride. <laughs> kind of like Bugs Bunny. Exactly. Yeah. A exactly. Lee-shaped hole in the wall. Extra, <laughs> yeah. extra large. Yeah. His, his two experiences involve ease. Eating and e-ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, she goes on. She has a, in that same email, she wrote her question about Roller Crump, which we read last week. Uh, but she also says that she wanted to let us know that she'll be visiting Pandora on this past Saturday for Passholder Preview. And she'll be happy to share her findings with the Moeka Nation. Oh, sweet. Absolutely. So, yeah. Now we have two reporters on, out in the field. Yeah, it seems like we do have two reporters so out in the field. So they are part of the Navi. Navy. The Navi Navy? The Navi Navy? <laughs> yes. Old Navi? Old Navi. <laughs> our, our old Navi. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking after I go down there, maybe we can have a, 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 a roundtable discussion of all the people that have experienced it and see what they think. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Eli and I will just be here putting our hands over our ears like, la, 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 la. We don't, we don't I hear I am not listening. I am going later. Yes. <laughs> For a week, by the way. Oh, so we, should we? Oh, talk? yeah. We, should, we can announce that. Okay. Yes, we're talking about the whole Pandora thing since I just said when I'm going down there. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. Kevin will be. Okay. So after having said before that we're not going to Disney World this year, we all caved. Well, all of us except for Lee. Surprise. Um, Opportunities presented themselves and we took it. Yes. Yeah. Kevin will be going for two days in, in early June. Early right? June. So I'll be there on the 3rd and the 4th. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Landry was asking about whether or not we needed somebody. Kirk, Kirk was already looking to take your job. Kirk was like, oh, yeah. can I get, and I was like, I, th- I don't think Kevin's going to be out that long. <laughs> so, I mean, are, are you still, go- are we going to be able to have you on the show for those weeks? Yes, yeah, you oh. can absolutely have me on the show. Good, because weeks. we, that's material. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. All right, and so. And then y'all are traveling, yeah? Yes, come first week of October, me and Eli are going out to, uh, well, not just me and Eli, I mean, we're not with traveling. Yeah. No, yes, you got your yeah, family. I've I'm, got, yes. I'm going, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm coming You've along for the sunshine. ride. <laughs> that was that was good. Much needed. Yeah. Much needed. Much needed. Well, we like taking Disney vacations together, he and I. And you know, it's been a little while since he's been he's been able to come. Yeah, absolutely. So now we're gonna make it happen. There That's right. So the two of us will be tearing it out first week of October. So if anybody anybody out there is traveling the first week of October, y'all gonna be in Disney World? Hey, meet up. Meetup. Yeah, Long Island the, Ice is on. Lapu Lapu meetup. We could do the Long Island Ice Tea meetup. Anything oh, yeah. else? I know my trip's kind of short notice, but if anybody happens to be there, we can let me yeah. know. I'll, I'll be glad to meet up. I think yeah. I'm going to try to meet up at Captain Stan. 
while he's in port. Oh, sweet. All so, right, yeah, Admiral yeah, Kevin. That's I right. got to meet up with Mr. Sullivan last time I was there. Awesome, yeah. And that was cool. I mean, I wish we would have had more time, but my child was throwing a hissy fit at the time, and she was tired, and we are getting her caricature done on Main Street, and mm-hmm. there were things. Um, so, <laughs> things happened. <laughs> yeah. There were things. It wasn't, things. It wasn't exactly <laughs> an opportunity to really kind of kick back with, like, a drink and just relax and... Yeah, and, and I'm sure like if people are like, hey, what about Eli? Why you have your family and everything like that? I'm like, look, I I, I asked my daughter. My daughter, she's a certified lifeguard now, mm-hmm. and she's gonna take some classes in Tulane. So I was like, okay, you already had your vacation, you know. And I was like, well, you want to go? And she's like, well, what about a car? I'm like, okay, that's all I need to. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally cool, not a problem. You're a teen. You got things on your mind. Dad's got things on his mind too. Got to go <laughs> and go. recharge. The batteries. But, you know, that's even a better uh, way to put it because, you know, look, when, when we go, I'm going with my family. My wife will be there. My mm-hmm. child will be there. My mom and dad will be there. Uh, we're going with the whole family. And Eli's part of my family. But I'm right. sure Eli's going to be like, look, D, enough of these princess meetup things. I mean, I can't see no more. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who am <laughs> well, I talking Jasmine's to? Who doing it? Who you know? to, uh, but I'm sure you would like some more adult company. Yeah. So if there is any adult, I'm sure Fish Sean Wu would like to take you out for the night. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, that might happen. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll be able to live to see the next day. <laughs> Fish get down. Fish yeah. get down. I got to sleep for a whole day before I, I get ready for that You have to recover. Day, yeah. You have to push your back day, your yeah. fast passes. Yeah, uh, but I'll you. be a Seahawk again in October. That's there right. There you go. So, well, yeah, let us know. Show at MagicRoy.com if y'all could be anywhere where we're going to be. Uh, we'd love to meet up with you guys, man. Absolutely. And we should have the Raz on the show to discuss her thoughts on um, Pandora. Absolutely. This Actually, this would have been a good show because we'd have Captain Stan's thoughts and her thoughts. Who's next? And who's next? Speaking of, the Chief, Fish Sean Wu and Kyle Rob. Ah. This is kind of a little older one, but uh, this was through our Twitter. Okay. And this was in response to when we wanted to put countries into Epcot. Okay. And he says, how in the world could they miss the Poland Pavilion? <laughs> pierogies unite and Kyler Rob responds I know right who doesn't love the Poland Pavilion Poland Pavilion gang what do you think hmm. well, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to sell me on that one there's no kickboxing in Poland I'm, I'm still just pierogies never woke up with a craving for pierogies <laughs> I, I, I can't even spell pierogi yeah it's a P-I-E-R what, what is it in there what it's it pierog no, pierogi it's, it's like a dumpling yeah, but like it's, like it's a, stuffed with some stuff with, with food stuff I don't exactly but I've eaten it and I like it you Sausage, like it? Yeah, I like it. It's like a gyoza to me. I like food. Okay. Just go to Japan and have a gyoza. We need a pure whole you need a whole pavilion for a pierogi? Right. I mean, well, look, <laughs> I mean we each we each picked one. That was a Say full that show. Yeah. Right. Say pierogi pierogs. Per, per, pierogi pavilion. Pretty, Polish, Polish pierogi pavilion. Pretty. Originated in Central and Eastern Europe. There you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a there was a lot of areas to choose from, and you know we just picked the ones that um, it was like, hey, look, you know we could turn this into a whole thing. I mean, obviously this is a food pavilion for these gentlemen, and hey, look, I, I like that they chiming in and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, hit us you. up yeah. with your yeah, hit us up with your uh, your, your, pero- your pierogi. your pierogi design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your pierogi restaurant, your your Poland uh, uh, Polish ride ride. The, what, yeah, the, oh, the Polish pierogi. sausage. You could have that there. Is that the Why name not? of the ride? Is Polish, that Polish sausage. Why not? <laughs> it's like a log flume, but you ride in the sausage. Do they have a Polish Disney character? Now that's a good question. That's, that's a good question. I don't know if there's a 
Polish princess. A Polish princess. <laughs> that is an untapped market. They need to represent the Poles. Oh, we just yeah. making it happen every day. There you go. Yeah, the only Polish characters I know of is uh, Chief from Give Me a Break and George Papadopoulos from Webster. Webster, yeah. Oh, the Webster ride. You can <laughs> have a whole Webster. Webster ride over in Poland? Is that... <laughs> That'd be cool because it, all short people could get on it. Yeah. Don't have a problem. Like, <laughs> you know, you four or five, perfect. You're on it. You're on the ride. Those are the only Polish characters that I, I, I can think of. I don't know any Polish princesses. I don't know any Polish Disney movies. I'm uh, curious to know how they would design it, man. Design I'm it. with that. Well, Kylo, Rob, and Chief, man, let us know, man. Let us know how you would design the Polish pavilion. And anybody else, if you have ideas on how you design a Polish pavilion, we'd love to hear it. Go for it. Who's next? And we have another email from a new listener. Ah. Well, maybe not a new listener, but it's the first time he wrote in. Oh. He says, hey, guys, my name is Bobby Trish. Bobby Trish. And I'm from Thibodeau, Louisiana, right down there by Office of Moeekin Land. Ah. Lafouche Parish. Good Northern Lafouche Parish, right there on the bay. He says, I'm 39, married with two boys ages 18 and 12. He's of generation, of course. I was a computer-aided drafter for 15 years, but recently graduated law school and passed the bar exam. Wow. Hey, Look congratulations. Those are two serious accomplishments back Absolutely, to back. Absolutely, yeah. No, He's the no second joke. lawyer listening to the, the second confirmed lawyer. Second confirmed lawyer yeah. listening. And, you know, we're covered law-wise. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, but he says, Mawekin Esquire? Ha, ha, ha. And he continues on. He says, I finally have the time to again concentrate on my love for Disney World. We have vacationed there roughly every year since 2007, with a few years going as many as four times. I've also planned many trips for friends and family. We love the dining plan, park hopping, and rope drop. Mm-hmm. We drive there and always drive to the parks unless it's an Epcot day, because you know us, Louisianans, love our alcohol. Damn straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. We have problems. <laughs> it's small, small problem, about 12 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to the show for a few months and have also listened to quite a few of the earlier episodes. I was an avid listener to WWE Today podcast, which I started to listen to at around episode 45. I found your show while searching for a show to replace what I lost when WWE Today 2.0 started. I really enjoy your show. It's informative and entertaining, and you each feed off of each other on a level as high as WDW Today. Wow, man, that's That's very nice. Very nice compliment. I would never compare us to WDW Today, but hey, that's two listeners that did, so we must be doing something, right? Yeah. And and this last paragraph I'm not going to read because it's basically his question, a submission for the the listener uh, choice show, so I don't want to give away who posted what. But you'll hear his question thing, or should I? Oh, so you're worried about there being favoritism? Like, if, if he reveals that he was the one who came up with the... Right, like, exactly. I figured just to keep ah. things fair, so I'll leave that little last paragraph off. But he says, thanks for a great show, Bobby Trish. All right, Bobby. That's awesome. Down there from Thibodeau. That's a great name, by the way. Bobby Trish. Bobby I Trish. like that. That's like a good like wrestling name or something, too. Bobby Trish? All right. How would you hype up Bobby Trish? Oh, wow. Yeah, you're his manager. Yeah, you're his <laughs> manager. And scene. <laughs> You're the mouth of the south. Here comes the money. <laughs> Here we go. There's two things I know that's as true as anything else. One, Louisiana's like our alcohol. Number two, Bobby Trish gonna be your new heavyweight champion <laughs> of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I don't feel pumped up. <laughs> A little quick thing. You listen some yeah, more. Like, yeah, like yeah, some yeah, more. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I like how that goes. Yeah, Bobby Trish. Bobby Trish. Bobby Trish. <laughs> well, thanks, Bobby, man. We hope to hear more from you. 
And please don't, you know, I mean, you live right down the by. Hop a ride with Officer Week and come on in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, does he know Officer Week? I don't know. I mean, if he might have pulled him over. At some I was going to say, uh, yeah, 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 it might like, be that. Maybe, there's, might, maybe, there's, ten, maybe there's things there. There's things. Then, then he had to sue him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The whole, and that's why he's a lawyer now, so he can fight back. <laughs> Better not to pry. Yeah, it's not, it's just scratch all that. Yeah. <laughs> Show at magicroway.com. Yeah, that's funny. Who's next? And we're going to end this segment with a voicemail from a listener, a longtime listener. Here we go. Hey, guys. Uh, Steven Downs here. Uh, calling from Reno, Nevada. Evicts Grandpa Eli here, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was calling to uh, respond to your guys' review of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And I got to say, I'm just I'm thrilled that you guys have the same views on it that I did. <laughs> um, I... I, too, checked my watch. I was pretty, uh, you know, just kind of tired of watching it. And then, especially towards the end, it just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Uh, which is really disappointing, because, you know, the first one was great. And uh, I don't really know why this second one was so bad. But I guess that's how that works sometimes. Kind of got me thinking, though. Like, do you guys think that this sort of kind of mediocre movie sequel kind of thing would happen to something like Star Wars or um, do you think the, the team over there has a better handle on making things consistently good I don't know what are your thoughts on that well, let's stop it there real quick take a pause if we want to address that one particular question are we worried about it happening with the Star Wars franchise yeah but the, the, the mediocre sequel thing there's more to his voicemail. I figure since he switches topic, we'll just stop, pa- hit pause real quick and see if we got any thoughts about that. You know, no, I'm not worried about it with Star Wars because I didn't receive the first, not the first, but what, I don't know what you call it. I didn't receive The Force Awakens as well as I would have received Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Okay. Same thing it. with yeah. Iron Man. It's like, you know, those movies that set high bars like, you know, Iron mm-hmm. Man or, or Guardians of the Galaxy or Captain America, uh, you know, that's why the sequels are such a disappointment when they fall off. It's because, like, oh my God, you delivered. Cars 2? Yeah. <laughs> you delivered such a great product and now you're letting us down. Force Awakens had its flaws mm-hmm. and, and they've been pointed out. It's not like it wasn't an unenjoyable movie. But it was it was a flawed movie at, at that. So yeah. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not dreading uh, Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. For, for, so basically, Force Awakens didn't set as high a bar as Guardians of the Galaxy One did. Yeah. So, yeah. That's okay. it exactly. Um, so no, I'm not worried about that so much. Well, Having said that, yeah. I'm not exactly convinced that. Yeah, look, once they killed off Han Solo, I'm sure that was his request because he's talked about that uh, many a time. Uh, but I don't know. I, I kind of think that they shouldn't have they shouldn't have killed him off for one and and then now you lose carrie fisher so that whole story is going to be kind of a downer no matter how you shape what's going to happen there there's no way that that storyline that story arc Mm -hmm. can end on a good note so i i don't know i mean i I was kind of trepidatious about these movies to begin with right and now uh, you know i don't know my my expectations are kind of low so i i wouldn't be surprised if last jedi exceeds it That'd be good. That'd yeah, be an improvement. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's usually a, a healthy way to look at it. I mean, like if again with Guardians, really quick, we thought it was going to go somewhere because we were teased for Thanos and we didn't get that, mm-hmm. and then it was all these somber scenes. So with you know with Star Wars, like I agree. I I, I saw you know um, the first new Star Wars when I was like, yeah, it's like 
Star Wars reboot. And yeah. I like, I'm a Luke Skywalker. I didn't want Han Solo to die either, mm-hmm. but I'm a Luke Skywalker guy. See, I was a Han Solo guy, so that really ticked me off. I don't blame you. But you know, it didn't tick me off at the movie. It ticked me off at Harrison Ford. Because he's just like, I will be your exactly. hero Exactly. No I know it was him. <laughs> it's like, Godfather, <laughs> I know it was you, Harrison. You it wasn't J.J. Abrams saying, look, dude, you got to die in order to make my story work. It was him saying, all right, if we kill him off, at least he'll come on for the first one and get paid an exorbitant amount of money. I mm. guess, but the, the thing is, with the, <laughs> for The Last Jedi, I mean, I'm a Luke Skywalker fan, but I didn't see, and at least in that first little trailer, I didn't see Luke Skywalker do anything but stand there. So that's my personal fear is like, if all Luke Skywalker does is pretty much take an Obi-Wan Kenobi role, then I'd be like, I'm out of it. Because as it stands, I like Kylo Ren, at least the powers that he could do before he took off the helmet. But the <laughs> other characters, you know, I was like, all right, whatever. They're, they're, they're kind of there. Like, you know, we've already done the review of that. Right, yeah. right, right. So there's no need. But there's yeah. no characters that, like, like the ships and everything, like, they like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, in the old ones, you know, you'd be like, Darth Vader, wow, you know. Obi-Wan, wow. You know, Han Solo, wow. Like, the characters that they're showing here, they're like, all right, that's right. She's going to show up again. Yeah, he's going yeah, he like, to show up again, too. Yeah, that, that, he, he that's like, cool. Kylo struck first. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> I'm out you like. I ain't worried about it. Harrison out. You know, they got Millennium Falcon in there. That's cool. Or out. Got to have that. Kylo struck first. It happened. I didn't do a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It, exactly. I'm out of the movie. So, like, you know. I'm I mean, no longer the movie. You should be in the movie. Because Luke needs your help. I'm going to do Fugitive 3. Oh, that was really <laughs> oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to look for the man that's missing both arms. Yeah, see, reboots in general, they just scare me now. They just totally they just totally do. Because they're going to have an actor that I don't know. That, that actor might be really hip for, let's say, my daughter to watch it. But my daughter doesn't watch the type of movies I watch. We fight over Netflix all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, you know, it's like, okay, this is my TV. Yeah. How about we watch, you know, Burn Notice? She's like, no, I want to see that 70s show. I'm like, I was born in the 70s. I don't need to see that. <laughs> I'm totally good with that. So they're going to have an actor that probably speaks to her, but not to me. So I'll just mm-hmm. be watching, like, it, it may as well be like watching a, homemade YouTube movie to me because I don't identify with anybody right. at that point. And, and uh, Stephen has more to say. Here oh, go. okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to Disneyland in a couple of weeks. Oh. And uh, my fiance and I are taking some friends who've never been. So oh. that's kind of new for me. And uh, I was just wondering what you guys would recommend we try to do with uh, two people that don't really get the Disney, uh, I guess the Disney vibe or whatever it is that we all love so much about Disney. They don't quite understand it yet. Um, I'm not trying to force it, you know, on them. If they don't like it, that's fine, but kind of wanted to show what what it is that we we all love so much. But it's hard for me to, like, pinpoint, you know, those couple of things that we should do that really hit home with why Disney is what it is. So anyways, yeah, if uh, if you guys could just share your thoughts on maybe potentially having Guardians of the Galaxy 2 level of uh, quality Star Wars movies and then some beginner Disneyland tips. That would be great. Uh, Anyways, thanks for the podcast, and I look forward to hearing the next one. I'll talk to you guys later. 
Bye. Thanks, Stephen. Um, Thanks. And by the way, Stephen, I think Eli's uh, ready to evict Grandpa Eli, too, at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I'm getting a lawsuit. <laughs> I have three nurses there probably like, look, we like you, but we're going to start suing you later. Yes, your name, your Malika name is becoming reality. Yes, yes. absolutely. So look at that. You won over Eli. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. That yes, in and applause. of itself is an applause, applause. Yeah, yes, I'm going to send Papa to your house. In your house. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, he, no. he was the originator. He's the one who said, look, this is already old. <laughs> this is I already heard about it. this old man for one day, and I'm not done. Come on, give him a hug. Old people need love, too. They don't do that to their old folks in Japan unless they beat them with aluminum foil wrappers. Uh, so. I like to just kind of set them on fire and just shove them off <laughs> on a boat. And <laughs> like a big... What did they do for uh, Miyagi's uh, first love? What did they do for... How they, they did the lanterns. There you oh, go. The lanterns, That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's very nice. And yeah, set out a lantern for Grandpa. I mean, he's not dead. He just may have to go to he's a not home. Dead. <laughs> not dead. He just may have to. He go needs somewhere. a home. He needs a home. He, he's got. He may have to go somewhere. But anyway, so the Disneyland question. Oh, uh, that is um, a phenomenal question. Great. Yeah, yeah. Both questions were good. Yeah, I, I know. For my answer, um, especially if these are people that don't uh, understand the whole Disney thing, is one of the best ideas that you could do. It's to take them on attractions that you personally have a, a big connection to. Yeah. Because your energy and your love for that particular attraction um, will be shown. Like, yeah, like honest and honest uh, excitement and stuff will be shown, and they'll be able to see what makes that tick. And then, you know, from there, you kind of branch off to the other things that they may want to try out. But mm -hmm. that's usually first and foremost if I'm with somebody that's never been or hasn't been in a while, I'll take them stuff that I love. Because, yeah. you know, that's, I mean, and I love them all. But, I mean, the stuff that I really love. Because mm -hmm. you can love, but you, you can love. Love. Well, you, know, you, know, <laughs> yeah, love. you can always love. You can always love. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's my suggestion. Dude, take them on our rides. Like, for me, it would be, I would if I was in Disneyland, I'd take them on Pirates. I'd take them on a Haunted Mansion. I'd take them on. Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, I'd take them on that small world. Mm -hmm. Those, yeah, absolutely. Big Thunder. Big Thunder, yeah. Haunted Mansion, obviously. Yeah, yeah, all, all those particular attractions, you know? And, you know that's what I was going to say, kind of, that was going to be my suggestion to him. A little bit mm -hmm. different, though, is, is to say one of the worst things that I find that you can do with people who have never been to Disney before is to introduce them to that rope drop, commando hit everything yes. that you can hit, go, go, go lifestyle. It's You kind of got to cherry pick a few things, give them a more relaxed vibe, yeah, and book uh, nice meals. Yeah. I have yeah, places that they can yeah. they can chill out. Uh, Napa Valley, Napa Rose, Napa Rose. I'm sorry, Napa Valley. Yeah. Take them to Walt's Steakhouse, uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five, I believe it was. Yep. And um, we we went to brunch there. That was wonderful. Um, Trader Sam's, the original Trader Sam's, the original yes. Trader mm -hmm. Sam's. Take them out there, sit out. You know, don't overwhelm them with this eh, because pe that that's what turns people off of Disney. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that you can just chill. In Disney, the whole you know go 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 mentality, yeah. standing in lines, sweating in the heat—that's the stuff that's going to turn people off right. to me. Uh, that at least that's always been my experience. Whenever we take Honest Family, and even because I mean, they're like anti-Disney, right? But they go to see because my daughter's very pro-Disney. Yes. But they go to be with her and to be open-minded and to give it a chance. And even then, we cut, we totally scale back. I yeah. mean, and still, it's like. Wait, we got to get up again and go to where? And so, uh, you know, it, people like that are just not used to a vacation where you have to do so much. Yeah. So do as little as possible. It's like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, mm -hmm. where they had the guy, Kunu, do less. 
No, you're doing too much. Do do less. Do less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, look, I as as somebody that was in that spot kind of in the, in the very beginning where Dave was like, hey, look, we should go to vacation. Like, I don't know, vacation, money, all that stuff. Totally get that. But one of the things is you got to know your friends. So if you're if the if the friends that you're going with, you know what they like, then you know again show them your energy. I'm, I'm with that, like mm-hmm. you said. But that was one of the things that told it for me when I first went with with Daddy's family was he's like, hey, look, I know you're a creative guy. I know you like this. Check this out, and then they'll be open minded for it because you're not just saying, hey, look, this is stuff that pumps me up, but this is stuff I think caters to you too. And if you're open to that experience, you're gonna like it. You know, whether it is dining or whether it is a ride or whether it is just some, you know, some attraction or just they might be just some, you know, some candy or something else that, you know, your friends like because there's a vacation for them, too. Right. You know, so, yeah, just make sure you cater to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gauge gauge their, your pace by what they can handle. Now, if they're raring to go, giddy up. <laughs> but I mean, if not, <laughs> yeah. you just kind of kind of play it by ear. Just don't expect to go whatever pace that you're usually used to setting i guess yeah I, that, you know i'm saying you do a best of kind of version yeah of mm-hmm. where you just you see the ones that you know are worthwhile don't force them on every Everything. single exactly. thing. again there's no reason to ride the astral orbiter unless you know you're really committed to to do it yeah but astral, you, yeah just yeah. cater to the casey jr train yeah that's nice but there's no reason to stand in line for 20 minutes to do it right right, right. So yeah, uh, everybody, thank you for writing in, calling in, however you want to do it, or leaving us messages on social media. Uh, there are so many ways to get in touch with us, and we review all of those at the end of the show. The so guys, ne- the next segment we have coming up is something we hadn't done in a long time. You know, it's been a while, and uh, I, I'm excited to play this jingle. So here we go. It's a Magic Our Way field report, bringing you experiences from various Disney events and properties. Yes, sir. It is field report time, and that is Jingle we hadn't done in a while because we used to do those field report shows as this totally separate show. All right. So anyway, so of course, uh, we have the opening of Pandora that happened this past weekend. And the weekend before that, or a couple weekends before that, they had the pass holder previews. And uh, like I said, at the top, of, at the intro of the show, we had uh, the Mawika Navy go out. Under the direction of Captain Stan. Yes. With Judge. His, uh, second in charge, Lieutenant John, his son, um, from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast. And uh, th- they gave us some reports, man. So let's hear. He sent us a series of voicemails, of field reports. All right. From Pandora. So let's hear what he has to say to begin with. It's Captain Stan, Lieutenant John, Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast. And we are preparing to go in for the Pandora review. Uh, we're going to eat dinner at Tiffin's first. Right now we're sitting at Nomad's. We're going to have a few cocktails before we head in tonight. Uh, sitting from the vantage point we have right now, we're looking at the bridge that you cross going into Pandora. And y'all, it looks absolutely amazing. I know. It, this is going to be this is going to be a cool night for us, uh, Pirates I, of the Magic Kingdom podcast, as well as the Moican Nation from the uh, Magic Our Way podcast. Uh, uh, we're going to give you reports throughout the night. As we head in, there will be just little one- and two-minute reports. Uh, so we're preparing to go in, so prepare for our little uh, snippets coming up shortly. 
here on the uh, Magic Our Way podcast. This is Lieutenant John. Magic Our Way podcast. No, we're the pirates of the first. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You're right. Um, they did say they were drinking, right? They hadn't had yet. So, the Malwekan Nation. See, we do this stuff live. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it's a little hot out here, so I'm a little spacey. There you go. So, it's, uh, it's Captain Stan, Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast reporting for the Malwekan Nation. There we go. There we go. Yeah. So that sets up his journey into Pandora, eating dinner at Tiffin's, which is probably someplace I should try out when I go down there. Oh, that's on our. We've already got that reserved. Oh, very nice. It's reserved to that. Very good. Very good. Well, good. I'm glad that they're, you know, look, hey. One of these days, I'm hopeful to have an, al- uh, an alcoholic beverage with my daughter. Exactly. <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah, someday <laughs> that'll happen. Bond yep. over a drink and... Shoot, maybe even coffee one day, too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. Uh, that, that could probably come earlier than maybe yeah, co- yeah, coffee. Yeah, coffee. Yeah, coffee. Something so a little heavier than chocolate milk would be nice. Exactly. So he, <laughs> he sets up the, the whole thing uh, of what is entering. And so this next clip he has is uh, him entering Pandora for the first time. Okay, it's Captain Stan, Lieutenant John, as we uh, enter into Pandora, coming over the bridge for the Pirates uh, of the Magic Kingdom podcast. Walking in over the bridge, uh, first impressions there, uh, Lieutenant John. Great photo. I guess the Navi took the microphone. Uh-oh. They're blocking the signal. Exactly like walking into a completely different world. I heard it's a different world uh-huh. from where you're coming from. Matter of fact, as you imagine he's seeing Dwayne Wayne. And I don't know if he's here. Why? You hear the ambient noise. Jasmine Guy, so hot. It totally sounded like somebody said you're black and it with the baby said, yeah. We would call them. Thank you, man. So, oh, man. I think he's going through the line. This is too cool. All right. You cross the bridge, you travel 4.1 light years, and bingo, you're on Pandora. Uh, the, uh, oh, look at that. The fauna is amazing. You can't tell the real uh, from the fabricated. This is just too much. This is just us walking in and our first impression of what's going on. There's more to come, and we'll give it to you here in just a few minutes. So. Hang in there, if you will. It's uh, Captain Stan, Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast for the Malwekan Nation. All right, so some yes. good fauna. Yes, this is what they're some, seeing yeah, there. Some fauna, he crossed a bridge. All right, so this next uh, report that he has is when he's talking about the floating mountains. Hi, guys, Captain Stan, along with Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast, talking about the. Uh, the common areas here in the uh, new uh, Pandora land of Avatar, uh, as I said before, the foliage is just amazing. You can't tell the difference between fake and real. Uh, the floating mountains are majestic above your head, and it's really hard, or shall I say difficult, to try and see how these mountains float, but they're above your head. They have mountains in the back. There are pathways that seem to go in all different directions for um, for you to discover. 
Uh, you can go down. Now, we're going to go down and get our fast pass for uh, for the uh, Banshee ride, and then we'll be going on the Navi River as well. Uh, but just to let you know about the common area, uh, it's like going to a botanical garden, which is on another planet. And then, like I said, you've got these majestic floating mountains over your head. It's just something you have to see. So as soon as you can get down to... Uh, uh, Walt Disney World and come to Animal Kingdom to Avatar Land of Pandora, do so. This is Captain Stan along with Lieutenant John of the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast reporting for the Mauican Nation. And there he is talking about some of those walking I, through the walkways. I give him this. I mean, you know, uh, with his voice and stuff, I mean, Lee got some competition. <laughs> <laughs> You think he can take Lee's job? I mean, he was very descriptive of what he saw. Mm-hmm. He was like very you know, excited about what yeah, he's he saw. Like, yeah, I like this. I he like actually he- goes to Disney World. Yeah, then he tells you, know, you need to check this out. Like he wouldn't have gone straight to Flights of Passage. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. He, he actually saw everything. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's ticking in the ambiance. You're that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Every, every little detail. Well, I mean, look, he he looked. Captain Stan sounds hyped. To be there. I tell you this, there's a kid, whoever the kid is in the background, they're having fun too. They sounded like they jumped off the floating mountain. Or somebody like <laughs> slid down the waterfall, yeah. maybe kind of thing. No, in all the videos I've seen, I thought the floating mountains were supposed to float. I mean, they don't move. I mean, I don't maybe that's part of like it's previews, maybe well, it comes well, it's in stasis. I know one of the yeah. things <laughs> Well, I was listening to maybe a review and they said one of the things that had to be cut or they weren't able to do uh, was create the illusion of the mountains floating, like really? literally moving up and down. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think it might have been Jim Hill or something like that. Uh, mentioned something it to that effect. Sounds like something he would. Yeah, it's like it's like a lot of the things that they had trouble doing. Um, they wanted to make sure that it was that it would work and they'd be able to do it and not do a yeti thing. <laughs> you know, uh, they wanted to avoid the yeti uh, conundrum. I mean, I hear that. You but don't didn't they to... just do the yeti thing? I'm like, wouldn't it like? They they just went full Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> you never go full no, Yeti. They went full Yeti, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wouldn't like going Yeti would be like if you turn the floating mountains on mm-hmm. and then after a period of time, the floating mountains went off and they stopped, stayed yeah. off forever. We never even got to see a single float. Right. right. Does right. it look like, I mean, y'all seen some of the pictures. I mean, granted, yeah, we're only seeing this through like videos and stuff. But I mean, what do y'all, does that look like it's floating to y'all? No. Because to me, it looks like it's being supported by those vines. Vines, yeah, exactly. Like you know, the idea of a floating mountain is that it's supposed to appear as though it's hovering in the sky, and it, and you're like, how do they do that? Well, here it's every angle I've seen, it seems kind of obvious how they've done that. Right. And um, I don't know, but I don't want to. I don't want to pass judgment or anything like yeah. that. I and he look, he's there, and he's saying, look, this is majestic. Absolutely. And this looks great. It's it's kind of like. It may be different in person. Well, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, if, you're, if I'm watching an NBA game, I can say, well, LeBron needed to score more. Right. But whose word are you going to take? Me or one of the guys who's played basketball before and explained the intricacies right. of being on the court and seeing it from all angles? And hearing and, the plan. And exactly. Yeah. But I, I'll be honest, like in all the shots that I've seen of the majestic floating mountains, mm-hmm. I haven't felt... The majesty of the mountains yet, and and we'll be there. We'll all, yeah, be, we'll all there, be there, yeah, absolutely, and, and yeah. be able to, to attest to it ourselves personally. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I tell you what, you know who's got a serious job over there is a horticulturist. 
Horticulturist? Yeah. The, the, uh, the uh, Navi horticulture? Yeah, whoever. Like, no, 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 cut that. It's not real. <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it. What you doing? What Don't you doing? You just cut down a $10,000 plant. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I just squirted water. I didn't know. Um, hey, wow. I mean, right. there's some serious, as uh, Captain said, was a foliage. Foliage, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, fauna. Fauna. He foliage. said fauna. I thought he said foliage. I thought he said fauna. He could have said both. Foliage and fauna. Is it the same thing? I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing. I thought it was like... But speaking of all that, he does talk about the walkways. And so here he goes. All right, cool. Following the winding paths around Pandora, you... Uh, this is the Valley of Moana. Here in what seems to be a village. This is Captain Stan along with Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast for the uh, Mauican Nation. Let me tell you guys, this is certainly... I mean, this immerses you into a totally different world. As I said, I'm just meandering through one of the walkways. There are no real signs to let you know which way is which or where a ride is. All of that seems to be missing uh, compared to the other parks that you go to here at Walt Disney World. Uh, an amazing restaurant. I am uh, looking at the uh, canteen. Uh, Satuti, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Uh, but we're looking at a Pandoran Sunrise. Uh, they have a, a Navi Flute Cup as well. I'm, I'm thinking that's a souvenir cup. Uh, draft beer, sangria, slow-roasted sliced grilled beef, chopped wood grill. You can look at the uh, menu on your MDE app. But I just wanted to let you know that just out of nowhere, coming out of one of the paths, you walk right into a living village here in Pandora. So you need to come down. This is Captain Stan along with Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast for the Moican Nation. Sorry, who was that that was reporting again? He's from the Pirates <laughs> of the Magic Kingdom podcast. <laughs> for the Moican Nation. The Moican Navy. I tell you what, that he sells it, though. He does. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm clowning. But I, I, look, he makes it sound like, yeah, you this is something that you need to be here to experience. Because I am, I'm doing my best with words, but this is... Purely you visual. Have to, yeah, it's, purely visual. And the thing that stuck with me on that particular report was the fact that there's like no signs guiding you here this way or that way. So it's, um, you know, just kind of just, you just wander and explore through all those particular paths and stuff that he says they have. Kinda, you know, I liked it, but I'm, I'm confused. Like, I don't remember there being signs in like the Magic Kingdom saying Dumbo that way. Like, is, am I missing something? I don't know. Maybe he's talking about, I think he's talking about like, like signage for like rides, uh, for stores and stuff. It may, maybe it's a little bit more low key. Well, there's preview, so... Well, I thought you were talking about, like, directional signs, like, go that way for the such oh, and such. Oh, maybe like, so. I don't know. Go that way for water-spitting animals. <laughs> <laughs> they did not look alive, those animals. Well, they they look like the Budweiser alive. frogs if they were, like, <laughs> you know, uh, what do you call when they had, when they, like, taxidermied or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. And they're referencing the uh, spitting animals that, that are in that, I guess, that pond or whatever. Uh, that's in one of the videos you can watch if you haven't seen. But are motion activated? <laughs> I had a quick question. Couldn't they have like done like a nice projection thing for the floating mountains? Like you know, have like some. Oh no well, no no no! You need you know, real mountains up there, but they got to float, <laughs> right? Yeah, but how? Well, do you, apparently for the bioluminescent hmm. ground thing, they use projections for it. From what I've been reading and seeing, and um, uh, people reporting at night, that's how they like all those little cracks in that one little video that we saw that are supposed to light up. In the yeah. evening, they, apparently they're all done via projection. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know what I think is criminal is that when Eli and I go, I looked into it. I don't see where Animal Kingdom is open past seven. Really? Mm. Yeah. Now it's fall, 
So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be getting dark closer to around six It should be in October, I guess. So, I mean, yeah. we should get a glimpse of it at night, but it's still not very late. Um, right. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed if we don't get to see this place at night. I was going to say, it sounds like something you need to see at night because everybody's like... Exactly. Well, they build yeah. it like two different things. You go yeah. there at, during the day and see it, and then you go there in the night. It's a totally different experience. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, but it sounds like you you get more magic out of it at night. Yeah. Like it's like you said, if you see like the floating mountains, but you can figure out how they're suspended. Sounds like that's something you just need to see at right. night. Yeah, it's like going to a disco with all the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> and no doubt we'll see some of those videos. Uh, we'll see some of those videos up as the weekend comes, and the, you know it just opened. And so, because uh, most of the videos I've seen on YouTube are just people going there during the day. So exactly. I'm assuming we're going to see some stuff during the evening. I would hope. I hope so. I hope so. It's opening weekend, Memorial Day weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to be watching YouTube and stuff. Absolutely. And uh, so Captain Stan goes through one of the queues for the flights of passage. All right. Of which I've been reading. It's supposed to accommodate like a five or six hour queue. Jeez. And if it's ever five or six hours, I'm not waiting. No. Nope. I'm a totally Toy Story mania that and pass it right on by. Never you needed know? to go ride a Banshee in my yeah. life. I don't need to wait five hours to do it. Like It's not like it's been a lifelong obsession to ride a Banshee. That's, and I'm like, <laughs> that's a good chunk of your day, five hours. That's, yeah. You know, like they need to serve dinner to you in the queue. Snacks, yeah. a little bar along the way. Exactly. Like yeah, don't ride you if I got to wait five hours. Yeah, you're mm. right. All right. So here's Captain Sands' take on the queue for the flights of passage. Is this five hours? I hope not. <laughs> Hi, this is Captain Stan and Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast uh, reporting for the Maui Nation. As we are in queue for this ride, getting atop a banshee. What do you think there, Lieutenant John? I think that this uh, this queue and the entire environment is actually really nice. I can't really uh, I can't really wait to get on and experience the ride and then afterwards head over to Wind Traders and uh, see what we can do over there. Yeah, uh, now let me tell you that this queue is uh, can be a mighty long queue. You actually begin meandering a uh, back and forth path up the mountain to get where you're going. And as you get up close to the top of the mountain, you can hear the banshees, and then uh, you can actually, I, I, I'm not sure you can call it a roar. What would that sound, what would you uh, uh, relate that sound to, Lieutenant John, as you come up to the top of the mountain coming in on the queue? I would call it more of a bellow. Bellow, there you go. That'll work. Now then you move into the cabin. And as you get into the cabins, you start to see the bio of, you know, well, we're here in the daytime, so you start to see the, uh, the glowing in the dark. And it's, uh, it's really, really amazing. Uh, now, we haven't got on the, the ride yet, but uh, the queue then comes out of the caverns into what seems to be like a, uh, a, a, some type of uh, research facility. Yeah, exactly. That's exa- that seems like where we're headed right now. We're going to see, um, I guess, how the uh, how the scientists can create the avatars into the Navi and all this other stuff. So it seems like it's going to be pretty interesting. I can't wait. Yeah, so this is an amazing queue. It is very, very immersive. From the, when you start at the bottom of the mountain and you meander up the mountain and you come up right by the, uh, the uh, floating mountains, they're right to your left. And then you come into the caverns and then into the facility. So that's the queue. Uh, and we're, I'm, I'm really excited to ride a banshee. I know you would be too if you were here. This is Captain Stan along with Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast recording for the Mountain Nation. And of course, yeah, he takes you the queue. If you've seen some of the videos, that's where they show the little avatar in a tube mm-hmm. being grown and whatnot. Yes. And uh, you can see all the little d- different details. And the pre-show, 
There's a lot of videos out with the pre-show, and we'll post those, all those in our show notes as well if you need to find it, unless you probably already found it. But uh, It looks phenomenal. I haven't watched the actual ride itself. Have you? I've, yeah, I have it. I've watched the video. I'm not trying to avoid yeah. spoilers or anything yeah. like that. It's just that, you know. I, yeah, one of the things I was concerned with is, uh, is being able to fit. Because I've been hearing things about there's these back and leg restraints that, that the thing you, comes up from behind, right? Yeah, it comes from behind you, and so I was, you know, I kept hearing and hearing. It's like, you know, fluffy people won't be able to fit. And I'll post one of those videos I found too. Fluffy, shows, yeah, fluffy people fluffy have trouble people? riding. Yeah, that's what the guy calls it, fluffy people. Fluffy people. So maybe people bigger than me, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> wow. Uh, um, fluffy, but, like I, fluffy, like what's his name? Fluffy Glacius, fluffy, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, maybe Gabriel, yeah, yeah Gabriel, Gabriel Glacius, fluffy. Yeah, fluffy. W- what guy came up with the term fluffy? That's not a Disney term, is it? No, it's not. A, it's one of these YouTubers. Okay, it could be like I think it's a Rodriguez guy or something. But anyway, that's a cute. Um, but yeah, so it. I was concerned with that. But I watched the pre-show thing, and I I, I feel confident I can fit. <laughs> you know. I, I hope so, man. Yeah. I mean, look, you don't do something like this without accommodating for all shapes and sizes. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, there's some attractions. Although, then yeah. again, I thought they accommodated for floating mountains. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't make it, there's like a little like animal squirting water at you saying you didn't yeah. make it. You know, Go play with the fish. You didn't yeah. make it. <laughs> so anyway, the, uh, the Captain Stan ventures on to get some grub at the Satuli Canteen. If you remember, that's the place we talked about with the Boba Balls. Boba Balls. Boba Balls, balls. are back. Um, so here's what he has to say about that. Hi, this is Captain Stan again and Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast here at Pandora for the Malweekan Nation. I just went into the canteen. Let me give you sort of an idea of what the canteen looks like. The outside of the canteen seems to remind me of the market in the African area of, uh, of uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, it's got a hatch or a thatched roof. Uh, there are interesting, um, uh, interesting chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, and there's plenty of seating. Now, as you go inside, the whole thing kind of changes. It sort of reminds me of either being in, uh, like, being in T-Rex or uh, at the restaurant T-Rex um, that is in uh, Disney Springs. Uh, it's very well themed. Uh, the food all looks good, uh, but just to give you an idea, that uh, it kind of changes as you walk through the door and it, it it's really uh, it's so well themed and you are engulfed in uh being on a totally different planet so bon appetit it is uh, captain john lieutenant stan from the pirates of the magic kingdom podcast reporting for the maui nation all right the next thing he gives us a review of flights of passage so let's see what he thought about that particular attraction well, it's Captain Stan, Lieutenant John, once again reporting from Pandora Land of Avatar and Animal Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort uh, uh, from the Pirates uh, of the Magic Kingdom podcast, and we are reporting for the Mount Weekend Nation on the uh, Magic Our Way podcast. Just off of the ride, Flight of Passage, what an amazing ride. This is a do-over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> if someone has told you that this is sore in times 10, you need to probably put an exponential number on that. Uh, I'm thinking it's uh, 10 to the 12th power at least. What an amazing ride it is. What were your thoughts there, uh, Lieutenant John? Oh, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I, I couldn't have asked for a better ride. I uh, I think it's better than Soarin', just all of the special effects and all of the uh, all of the 4D aspects of it is just phenomenal. I mean, well, you know, I think the queue has a lot to do with it. As uh, we uh, talked earlier about the queue and uh, uh, 
uh, as you uh, meander up the mountain, right by the floating mountains, uh, and then into the caves, and then out of the caves and into the scientific laboratory, where you see how they are going to link you to an avatar, and then you move into the uh, flight area, uh, where you go in and get linked up on an avatar. And let me tell you that the ride vehicle was was probably a lot simpler than other people had uh, had led us to believe. Would you say so, Lieutenant John? Oh, definitely. It was it wasn't nearly as bad as a lot of people made it seem uh, seem out like seem like it was. It, it was definitely it was comfortable for me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great ride, and I can't wait to ride it again. Very, very easy. Step right in, sit right down. Uh, the restraint comes behind your legs and behind your back. Nothing restricting. It was very, very comfortable. And then when that flash of light happens and you go into the link and then, uh, and then onto the back of that Banshee, what an amazing ride it was. Something you certainly, uh, Maliquins, do not want to miss. A few more to come to you tonight before we get out of here. What a, what a great preview for the annual pass holders and DDC members. Uh, there's probably a thousand people walking around with banshees on their shoulders. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. It's uh, Captain John, uh, Captain Stan, and Lieutenant John <laughs> from the uh, Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast reporting for the Malwegian Nation. That's his review of the that e-ticket attraction. Boy, Lieutenant John just about almost got in a promotion yeah, there. I know. <laughs> Ripped <laughs> right out of his hands, huh? Yeah, he was about to take over the Navy. I yeah, know. exactly. That promotion meandered his way away from him right there. <laughs> He's all like, mutiny! <laughs> Why you look about me? <laughs> Court Marshal. Well, man, I'm excited to hear that yeah. it's uh, better than Soren. That's a that's a pretty high bar to that's set. That's a very, very serious endorsement. A very. frequent Disney visitor, and I'm glad so. to say that he said the ride vehicles aren't as bad as what people have been saying and stuff. Good. I still would be curious to see a fluffy person <laughs> take on the attraction itself. I don't know if uh, Captain Stan or Lieutenant John are fluffy people. I've never really seen a picture of them, but um, maybe they're less fluffy. Less um, than fluffy, fluffy light, fluffy light, fluffy light, fluffy light. Who knows? Um, yeah, but I'd be curious to know that. Um, not only is there flights of passage, but there's also the Navi River Journey, of which he put, gives us this review. Now, this is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm looking to check this out too. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this one. So here we go. Hi, this is Captain Stan, along with uh, Lieutenant John from uh, Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast, uh, talking about uh, Pandora, the land of Avatar at Animal Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Just off of the Navi River run, uh, what's your first impression there, uh, Lieutenant John? Uh, I could say it was like a Pandora version of Jungle Cruise, minus all the corny jokes, but uh, it was good. It was short, definitely wouldn't wait longer than 20, 25 minutes to go on it. It's just a little... Uh, Respite from the heat, definitely not as good as Flights of Passage, but still really good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really a, a pretty good ride. I mean, it is really short, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, the queue is, is really immersive as well. You go into a covered area. Uh, everything is looks like hand-tied railing. Uh, really neat-looking stuff. And then you, uh, you move into a cavernous area, load the boat, and then you're on the boat, and you see uh, interesting animals. Uh, I hear the animals change according to what time of day it is. So uh, as Pandora is open later at night, you're going to probably see different types of animals in that ride. It's a pretty good ride. Nothing like a Flight of Passage, though. Let me tell you what an amazing ride that is. It's uh, it's really a great thing here. I think this is going to be a game changer. This is Captain Stan, along with Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast, reporting for the Maui Nation. 
Can I just say this? I have the urge when I go home to put on WWE Network and watch Stone Cold Wrestling tapes and stuff. I don't know why. It's in my mind now. You want to catch some Stone Cold? He just it, he reminds you of Stone Cold. Kinda like it was a little more amped, you know. But I yeah, it makes you it makes you like yeah. I just rode the Pandora ride to Stone Cold Cap Dan, you know. Well, in case you thought that was Stone Cold, it, it wasn't. It was uh, Captain Stan with the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast, and he was with little, uh, Lieutenant John. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was confused. I'm yeah. like, Stone Cold Stan? Stone Cold Stan. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts must have meandered. Uh, and by the way, I'm Danny, and I'm with the Magic Our Way podcast. I'm with Kevin and uh, Eli here the Magic yes. Our Way podcast, and we're listening to Captain Stan and Lieutenant John from the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom <laughs> podcast. podcast. We're talking for about the Moeka Nation. The Moeka Nation, who's with the Magic Our Way podcast, but also on the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, he has, he still is in the running for, uh, for Lee's job. I'll tell you what, he does sell that energy. Oh, yeah. He well, knows he I, picks up on the details. I got to tell you, I don't think he liked... Or either of them really cared about, uh, which is a little Navi bit of a... Yes. yes. Well, I mean, it's like a C-ticket versus an E-ticket kind of a I get you know? that, but uh, you know what hit me there? It's like there's a lot. I'm like, well, that's style, that's preference. That's a, but when he said how short it was, mm-hmm. right? that's what, like, because I've seen videos and I've been like, well, maybe they cut a little bit mm-hmm. here to there. Like, we, we you know, only get so like, much edit, of it. Yeah. But the videos I've seen for it are very short. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's the whole freaking ride. The what, what you see in the video? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is short. Um, so he might have a point there, whereas before I was like, you know what? If I got a fast pass, I'm going to use it for the Navi River journey. I might you be might, changing yeah. my mind here. Well, I yeah. mean, and that's the other thing, though. Like, the other ride, it takes five hours. So maybe the queue is, you know, a typical amount of time. But compared to five hours, like, yeah, this was short. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's that's a point. I mean, if I ran a marathon for like you know seven miles, yeah, a mile is nothing, but a mile is still something. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, uh, the duo give us their summary of their day in Pandora. Captain Stan and Lieutenant John from Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast reporting for uh, the Mauican Nation. Just a little summary of what we did today. We came in and we saw Pandora, uh, the uh, world of Avatar here at Animal Kingdom, Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, Lieutenant John, give me a brief summary of the overall experience. Uh, I personally think it was awesome. As a person who didn't enjoy the plot of the movie, seeing as it was Pocahontas in space, um, I, you know, I enjoyed the visual effects and the universe that James Cameron had created with the Navi and the Avatar situation. Very cool. And just the immersiveness and the environment itself is really great. It's really fun, really cool, really interesting. Also, a lot of interactivity as well. Especially when it comes down to adopting the Banshees. The little ceremony there is really cute and really, really fun to do. So, Yeah, so as the tram pulls up to uh, pick us up this evening, uh, I'll go ahead and give you my summary. I found it to be a very, very uh, uh, great experience, one that you really need to see for yourself. Uh, it's it's all immersive. Uh, uh, there's uh, plenty to do, plenty to see. And then one of the coolest thing is is the first thing you see when you walk in coming in from the uh, from Tiffin's restaurant is you're going to see this great big pod. And if you rub that pod's belly, it shoots spores all over the place. Anyway, Pandora, a great place to be. You should come and see it here at Walt Disney World Resort. This is Captain Stan along with Lieutenant John from the uh, Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast reporting for the Maui Connection. Kevin, give him yes. your line. Give him your line, Kevin. What's that? Give him your line. What's my line? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, I'm 
his face. Oh, his his face. Yes. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> I totally we know Hasselvika. We know Hasselvika. <laughs> if you rub this boy's belly, it shoots right in your face, neck, and chest. Isn't that worth waiting in the queue? <laughs> that is a, a you, you know, when I heard that, I, I figured, uh, yeah. And that's, that's the so, bottom line, because yeah. Stone Cold Cap stands in, so. That's no, worth get it. a towel. Get a towel. Get a damn towel. That's probably worth it there. Talk about a happy ending, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about a happy ending. Rub that boy's belly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you think they could have mentioned that at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was you, you know, you get to the climax. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to shoot off. You know, that's that's totally, that totally worked. That, I, I would, that, that was, if that was how I'm going to end it. You're right. I'm spent. That's wonder, right. I'm curious to know how they've discovered that that little thing does that. Well, he told wow. you. He rubbed it. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, what, I, we just went up and rubbed all the plants and see what they did? Or was there a sign that said, rub me? Or? <laughs> Talk sweet to it. Buy Play dentist. some Barry White. Buy, buy it a steak at Tiffin's. Buy it a steak. And some boba balls to go with the shooting sport. Oh, I did wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, you know what? That, that, that does, I'm the same way. I must be, like, part Navidi. <laughs> Rub my belly, get the same effect. I guess. <laughs> You're part Navi. I'm part Navi. I didn't know I was blue until I just heard that. You identify as Navi. I'm a spore, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <sighs> wow. Captain Stan, Lieutenant John. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Yes, I yeah. like that. I like our Navy Force. That was phenomenal. We appreciate uh, the spore comment on that. That was great. <laughs> we appreciate our Navy keeping uh, keeping tabs on the new happenings at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I gotta go rub my belly right now. <laughs> oh, okay, well, anyway, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's the best we, yeah. We, we we thank you for taking the time to do that, man. We appreciate that. Yes. And uh, if you couldn't tell, he's with the Pirates of the Magic Kingdom podcast and mm-hmm. uh, reporting for the Magic Our Way podcast and the Moeekin Nation. So I, the, the I can't Nation. wait to see this plant. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I want to see. I this just plant picture too. people lining up to just be. <laughs> Doused by this <laughs> by rubbing this. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need the Navi translator app device mm-hmm. to to talk to the you know to talk to the plant? To be like, oh God, yeah, I'm sure. Like you're gonna turn it on. And like yes, oh yes, please don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> to the left, please. <laughs> don't move. Don't move. Stay right there. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'll check that out. I'll be sure to check that out and experience the spore shooting thing myself. Your face, neck, and chest. All Kevin. of my face, neck, and chest. That's Absolutely. Right, exactly. I want you enjoyable. to. Can you? Can you uh, go ahead and record that? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll even video. I'll do video of that's it. That's so got to be on it. YouTube. And and we'll put it on our YouTube channel just to experience the, the spore shooting thing. Yes. Yes. So, Captain Stan, again, Lieutenant John, thank you so much. We appreciate you reporting. This has been a field report. Thank you, guys. Well, guys, we hope you enjoy that little uh, report. Coming from Captain Stan and Lieutenant John about the new world of Pandora that has just opened. Uh, we're going to hear more of this firsthand. I'm going to experience this myself this coming weekend. Um, well, when we're recording, it's going to be a weekend after that. Yes. Um, so definitely stay tuned. And eventually we're going to have a roundtable discussion with all the uh, Mohicans that have been uh, to Pandora thus far. I know Dr. Mohican's going. I know uh, the Raz has gone, so we definitely want to have her on. I'm going to be there. Captain Stan has uh, already been on there, so 
uh, we'll kind of discuss things. And um, hopefully, he's been tested for any um, Navi STDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring protection. Uh, I'll bring a poncho. Yeah, uh, that's a great poncho, idea. Yes, just to make sure that there's nothing wrong with. Uh, with all that to keep myself safe because I got to return and give yeah. you all the report. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's also going to be interesting too with the difference between what we talk about now versus when you guys experience it in October and officer off summer weekend as well. Cause I think that'll be the first time he sees Pandora as well. But, um, but anyway, guys, if you want to keep up with us, man, uh, definitely keep, keep a track of us on our website, magicarway.com. That's the place where you can find everything from our social media links or past episodes and more. You can get in touch with us through the following ways and give us your report about Pandora if you're headed down there. You can shoot us an email at show at magicroway.com. You can call or send us a text. Yes, I did say text at 1-815-MAWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MAWEEKEN-669-4226. Or you can leave a voicemail via our speak pipe on our homepage. Yeah, and like, by the way, just tell us you want to come on the show like the Raz did. We're going to have to have the Raz on because it's so much easier when you can ask questions. Yeah, I need to know yeah. more about this spore shooting plan. I would yeah. say... Yeah, that's getting your money's worth, right? <laughs> Absolutely, just that's a money know. shot. That's a money shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my daughter to go on. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one's the spore, baby? Stay away from that one. Um, but anyway, if you want to book a vacation to see the shooting spores, uh, it's the can, fluffy spore. The fluffy for fluffy people. <laughs> oh, um, you gotta fluff it. <laughs> you, gotta, you need a, if you want to be a fluffy for the for the spore. A fluffer, the fluffer, fluffer the yes. fluffer, <laughs> the spore fluffer. Yes, I mean, um, this fluffer. Get your money's worth. Um, yeah. You can use Lee and all his uh, ever so loveliness. Um, he's with Magical Moments Vacations. You can shoot him an email at lee at magicoway.com or you can call him at 413-DIZ-TRIP. That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. And remember, when you book a vacation with Lee, you book it with... Fluff it! No, Hasselvika! <laughs> That's right. And by the way, look, we're giving that. What's what's that number again? Diz trip. Diz trip. Four one three Diz. Four one three D I Z T R I P. We're giving you that number. You don't have to book a vacation with Lee. Just call him up. As far as I'm concerned, Lee lost a Vika. He missed out last week. He missed out this week. He owes you an hour's worth of entertainment. So just call him up. <laughs> <laughs> See how he's doing. <laughs> Kevin, you're least- Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. No, he was. absolutely owes you an hour's worth of uh, entertainment. Let him, like, you know, give him some songs to sing. Yeah, uh, ask him questions. Uh, give him a bracket. Exactly. You know, go so, ahead and test him out. Call him up. Uh, spend as much time as you need to on the phone. Text him. Can Actually, you, te- you know what you can do? You call up, leave your name, and say the word fluffy. <laughs> yes. fluffy, fluffy spores hashtag fluffy spores that's all you gotta do is just leave him a voicemail that says hashtag fluffy spores you heard uh, it here first <laughs> and we may give you a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> you might need one after the uh, yeah, fluffy yeah, yeah, spores yeah, wow you just never know where the magic comes from so like after is there like does that bridge <laughs> then become the walk of shame <laughs> <laughs> you got your tail between your legs <laughs> after your navi tail your navi tail how do you explain that to the water squirting animals after you, after that maybe you know? that's why they're there to help <laughs> rinse you off they're like you look like you need a <laughs> quick spitting that's yeah. what you look like. you need a rinse yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> you need to go on the float mountain just sit up there like how did i let that sport just do that to me all i did was rub his stomach i had no clue <laughs> that would happen stomach. i thought he loved me <laughs> <laughs> he said all the right things <laughs> Rub my belly. 
Tell me I can love you forever. Why? Why did they do this to me? I got to play some Mary J. Blige just to get over this right now. You know, how could you come to me and start rubbing me? I didn't and know. And just leave me to die. I didn't know. You could have taken me home and planted me. Look, all I was saying was I saw this poor. I love me. I saw this poor. We I took pictures. I did. And this poor love you too. I didn't know that was happening. You I didn't touched know that me in such happening. a way that gave me magic. Look. I, I saw wishes. I just... <laughs> Well, you could wish for that sport to clean you up because there's nothing I can do about that now, baby. Well, I can say the same thing to you. Yeah, I know. I, I can tell you the sport. Touch me with that, I know. Face the, chest. Did I tell you to go by the You're animals that spit the water at you? Did I tell you that? You leave me here with all these crazy plans. I'll do that. I'll do that. Look, now you the one said you want to be a horticulturist. There you go. Now you got to call me a whore. You call me a whore, Eli? The Flappy Sport did. I didn't you say it. Just leave me here. Just leave me. I don't need you. Flappy Sport. I found somebody else. Why you got to do that? Well, go, go, go. Get the sport in. Let them pay for your trip. Go on then. See what you try to do? You take somebody on a vacation, see a Flappy Sport, so explain their face how they treat you. Call me Dallas. They'll love me. Call me Dallas. I don't know what to tell you. Huh? Go on there now. Come on, fly a banshee. Don't be like that. Let's fly the banshee. This has been another episode of the Bo- Black and the Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode. <laughs> you never know where Eli from. say this. <laughs> I didn't see that fluffy plant. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that to you, baby. <laughs> and if you want to support Eli, also you can do it through his comic books. Tell him what you got going on, sir. Oh man. <laughs> Hey, look, um, <laughs> what I am not trying to dodge uh, sports and getting in soap operas and, yeah. and trying to, you know, uh, see what to do about Paul Paul beating up people. Uh, what I do is I, I draw. I'm a comic guru and drawing comics is what I do. You want to hear about the story and get the glory, you got to go to www.ivorycomics.com. You're going to see all the projects that I do. You're going to go ahead and see interviews. You're going to get updates. You can also go ahead and Check out Facebook. I'm on there too, Eli H. Ivory. You can find me there. Project Geisha has her own Facebook page, Project Geisha at Facebook.com. If you're going to go ahead and be on Instagram, EIV504 is where you're going to find me. Twitter, Hancock10166. So, hey, always love the support, love the love, feed the creativity, support the indies, do what you do. Thank you. And if you want to support the Magic Army podcast as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on some of our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can represent the Moican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And please, the easiest thing you could do is leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us, making us a part of our Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast. So get in touch with us today. And I do mean all opinions. So if you send us something on voicemail, we will play it word for word. We will not edit it. You will hear it exactly how you recorded it and intended it. We're not going to censor you guys. So um, that's been our whole point throughout the ever since we started the show that we didn't want to, you know, keep y'all from not being able to say what you want to say and how the way you want to say it. Yeah, it may take us a little while to get to it, but we get to it. Yeah, we get to it. So, Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. In the bed.
necessities or Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. Hey, you know what, song like that. what song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. Hey, but do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get him, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your nap. And here we are on Gephus. Gephus? Gephus? Gephus. Gephus. Take two. Not Gephus, though. We on Gephus. We on Gephus. We on Gephus. 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 Take two. 